Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you will apply to a particular school being highlighted, you should listen to all of the episodes as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Lastly, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover on future episodes or any comments you'd like to share, please email me at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.collegeadmissionstalk.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Thomas Shea, who's the Associate Director of Undergraduate Admissions at New York Tech, also known as NYIT. Thomas, how are you? Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, John, it's great to be here. I appreciate you uh, you know, having me on. I'm looking forward to having a great discussion. We are as well, Thomas. Thank you so much. So, Thomas, why don't you start by telling us about yourself? How long have you been an admissions counselor and how did you end up in such a position? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always think about this and I say to myself, you know, I smile just because it's not one of those stories where, you know, I started out in high school and said, I always want to be in college admissions. It kind of <laughs> was a, a circumstance, a situation of circumstances. So directly out of college, I had worked in kind of the catering services mm -hmm. industry. Um, and after a couple years of that, I was ready to make a change. And, um, you know, I had a couple friends who were working in higher ed and I just so happened to be lucky enough to have a connection with New York Tech. I uh, took a chance and now I'm happy to say it's been five years in the field and I've enjoyed every moment of it. Well, that's fantastic because I know they're lucky to have you and we're lucky to have you on the podcast episode today. So Thomas, let's get right to it. Why don't you tell us what is it about New York Tech that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? Absolutely. So for me, New York Tech is such a wonderful place because of the culture that's built there and just the end goals that we have for our students in mind. We're a very career oriented, hands on focused school. So, you know, what does that mean exactly? It means what we're doing is all built to help our students create the skill set they need to then transition to have a successful career down the road. We become incredibly good at what we do and the faculty and the facilities that we have in place provide that exposure and kind of experience that, you know, not a lot of students are able to get elsewhere. And we really have, you know, a kind of culture once again, where it's a do make innovate. That's one of our mottos where we're providing students with the tools. And then, you know, they have the ability to really go outside the box and put those tools to use for their ideas because, you know, the students are the most creative and they're the future. So we really want to provide them with those abilities. Um, and really, I think the, the small to medium sized nature of the school is tremendous for once again, the exposure opportunities to ask questions and really get to know the faculty. And then we're really proud to say we're one of the most diverse schools in the country. So no matter you know where you look, we have great representation from around the world and it just makes for a better learning environment. 
Well, I love that. Thank you so much. The diversity, but also the model, do make and innovate. I absolutely love that. So let's expand upon that. A lot of people ask me all the time, Thomas, if I could ask a question related to life on campus. So what is it about life on campus that makes it so appealing for students at New York Tech? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, that's such a big part of it. Obviously, you're going to college, the focus is on how am I going to you know, do well in the classroom, but you, there's so much to learn outside of the classroom as well and to grow as a student and a person. So for us, I think what makes us really unique is we have very career oriented clubs. We also have um, you know, a lot of very unique um, identity, cultural based clubs that not a lot of other schools offer that we're very proud of. And also, once again, the the nature of our school being a smaller to medium sized school, it's easy to make an impact and have your voice heard. So if you're coming in and you don't see a club that you want to create or you think, you know, would serve the, the student body, you're able to work with student life and other students to have it created. And, you know, outside of that, we have all your traditional student life in terms of student government positions, honor societies, intramural sports, club sports. We have a huge esports gaming team, which is gaining popularity by the year. Um, they're, you know, really doing big things. And a lot of students have shown interest in that. And it lines, uh, aligns perfectly with our, you know, uh, technology based culture. Um, but really, I, I once again, I think the ability for our students to have their voice heard and create unique clubs where, you know, especially in, in today's um, you know, world, it's important to have your voice heard and feel like you're important on your campus. So I think that's where we really, you know, take the next steps and succeed. Well, we appreciate that. And I love how you explained it as having a technology-based culture. I have a lot of students that have graduated from New York Tech, some that are still there, and they absolutely love it. So thank you again for that intro. Thomas, how many applications do you actually review a year? And do you represent a specific region? Yeah, absolutely. So the way we do it is, um, you know, probably not too unique compared to others. We, on the first year side for the undergraduate team, um, you know, we basically break down our recruitment into different territories. So for myself, I'm lucky enough to handle Nassau County, which is one of our, you know, very large territories right in our own backyard. So, you know, based on the year, and we're, we're lucky to say we've been taking in, you know, a lot of applications and students are very interested, which we love to see. Um, each individual could be reviewing anywhere from probably 1,000 to 2,000 applications per year, um, potentially more, you know, depending on how things are going. And we also, because we're not, you know, an enormous team, we will read outside of our territories also. So, you know, we get focus in our territories, but we also pitch in and help for outside territories as well. Well, I appreciate that as well. Thank you so much. So what is the average profile of the current freshman class in terms of their GPA and anything else that you collect, such as SAT or ECT scores? Yeah. So for us, um, you know, it's interesting because we have so many different programs that have so many different requirements and things such as that. So it, it ranges a little bit, right? When we're talking about our general requirements for some of our undergrad programs versus requirements for some of our combined programs. But our average student coming in is usually looking at around a, a 3.4 GPA. Um, so that's an 88 average on the 100 scale. And then for SATs, we are test optional for a majority of our majors, but when tests are being submitted, they're usually gonna be coming in around an 1150 or so in the SAT. Thomas, let me ask, what are the different ways a student can apply to NYIT? And do you offer programs where they need to submit, for example, a portfolio? Yes, great. That's a great question because once again, you know, 
we have so many different programs and there's so many different requirements for some of them. So it's important when you're, you know, showing interest and you're going to apply, you know, exactly what you need to do. Um, so for starters, we are rolling admission school. So we really are reviewing applications up until the start of the semester. And even, you know, sometimes through the beginning of it and a couple of weeks in before the ad drop period, we also do offer um, some different plans. So you have an early action option, which is your non-binding decision. It's just going to give you the opportunity to apply get your information and have more time to evaluate it. Um, aside from that, we also will just have some priority deadlines like December 1st. But once again, that's just the early action, non-binding, just to make sure you're getting your decision in front of you and you have time to discuss it with your family and such. When we're talking about portfolios, we do have a few programs that do require portfolios for consideration. So we have a wonderful digital arts program as well as an excellent graphic design program that require portfolios for consideration. They're usually nine to 12 original pieces of work and you know they can range in variety. And we have all that information listed on our website. And then thirdly, our one of our architecture programs, which is a five-year undergraduate program, does require a portfolio for consideration if you wanna enter directly as a freshman. Understood. Thank you so much for that explanation. And I know that you mentioned the average freshman class in terms of their GPA a little earlier. If a prospective student falls a little below the current freshman class's average, what are some of the things that they can do to increase their chances of being admitted? Yeah, that's I love that question, too, because, you know, obviously high school is a journey. Sometimes there's some high points, sometimes there's some low points. So, you know, we understand, especially with what's been happening these past few years, you know, the GPA, the test score might not be exactly where you want it to be with these interruptions. So, you know, it's important to then make sure you're having your personality and really, you know, your passion shine through in other ways. So the college essay is really a big opportunity for you. Um, it's been something that, you know, we at New York Tech always read college essays regardless, but now even more so when we're talking about the test optional um, applications, things along those lines, that's really an opportunity for us to get to know you, know what you're passionate about, know what your goals are, get some reasoning as to, you know, what happened throughout your career, uh, your high school career. And then we can, you know, really get a further look at your application as a whole. So Thomas, I know that you mentioned the college essay. I'm curious, what are some examples of college essays that really stuck with you? In other words, when you read them, you thought this student has to come to school at New York Tech. Yeah, that's that's also a great question. And for us, I always circle back to once again with how diverse our campus is. It really is absolutely tremendous to just hear kind of the background stories of some of our students that are coming in. Um, you know, we do have a lot of first generation students that play such an incredibly huge role in just the the daily taking care of their family and making sure you know they're doing well and, and succeeding. So the fact that they're able to balance the schoolwork and not not just balance succeed at such a level that is amazing, where they're earning you know great scholarships and eventually going on to great jobs while still playing pivotal roles in their family. Those are the essays that really I think hit home with me the most, just because it's it's impressive how these students are able to be so goal oriented, but still, you know, take care of everything they need and, and play such a vital role. Well, I appreciate that. And I was also curious, do you use the student's high school GPA as indicated on their transcript, or do you recalculate the GPA using your own metrics? And if so, any insight that you could give us would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, this is one I always appreciate too, because it's interesting, right? I mean, we're, you know, obviously we're based in New York, so we have um, an understanding in terms of, you know, GPAs are different in certain states, high schools, things along those lines. So there are times where we need to, you know, take the, the calculation into our own hands, just in terms of the distinction between unweighted and weighted GPAs can sometimes be 
you know, something that's that's worth um, taking another look, especially when we're provided the scales by each high school and such. Um, but for the most part, we do take the GPAs as provided by the high school, um, especially understanding, you know, nowadays students are taking AP classes, they're taking classes through different colleges and universities, there's a lot of different options for them. So we do, you know, for the most part, honor the GPA that's provided unless it warrants, you know, additional attention. Thank you so much for that. And a student's activity sheet is another piece of their application. Thomas, what are some of the kinds of things that you're looking for beyond the work that they did in the classroom? Yeah, so really, I mean, for us, we just want to see a student that's involved. I mean, we know, we understand it's easy to go to college, just go to class, you know, and, and not not put yourself out there in any other regards. Um, we're not picky about exactly what you're doing. We just want to see that you are out there doing things, right? So whether it's playing sports, whether you're in student government positions, whether you're doing, um, you know, science clubs and research along those lines, because a lot of our students do come into the STEM fields. Those are the kind of things we want to see. But once again, you know, if, if your passion for those fields hasn't developed, yet and you're just starting out as biology we just want to see you out there you know whether it's playing a sport being part of the key club student government association things like that we're not super strict we just want to see you out there you know putting yourself out there leadership positions things like that are great as well understood and thomas do you offer any supports for students that may have had an iep or a 504 plan while in high school and if so can you explain Absolutely. So we have a office um, dedicated, it's called the Office of Counseling and Wellness. And within that office, there's a department known as the Accessibility Services Department. And they're going to be the department that handles all those requests. And absolutely, I mean, we do our best to accommodate students, um, you know, however we can. Usually the way it works is the student will work with the Accessibility Services Office to provide, you know, the documentation, whatever it is that they're looking for that they need to make them successful. And then we'll work with the professors, you know, to see what is and isn't doable, um, you know, to make sure that we're being forthright with the student about exactly what accommodations are going to be provided and they're comfortable and, you know, think they're going to be able to succeed and move forward with that. So it's really just an open, you know, honest discussion and making sure we're doing what we can and letting the family know, you know, exactly how they're going to be set up to succeed moving forward. And we've had many students move forward and go on and graduate and, you know, go on to do great things. Well, we appreciate that information. And Thomas, I always put the Office of Undergraduate Admissions in the show notes. If there's anything else that you want me to include for the students and their parents, just send it to me and obviously I'll make it available in the show notes. So in closing, Thomas, what are the top three pieces of advice you would give a student and their parents who are getting ready for the college admissions process? Yeah, that's and you know, this is the the money question, right? At the end of the day, because I see so many, <laughs> yeah, so many students, so many families get so nervous, stressed out about this. And I always try to remind them that this is supposed to be an exciting time, right? So that's my first and and uh and most important piece of advice is to embrace the uh, the process and really enjoy it because this is a culmination of, you know, hard work that the students have been doing throughout high school and the parents have been doing as well. The, uh, the guardians, whoever it is, have really been, you know, helping the students succeed to get through high school. So embrace that process and just realize you're in the driver's seat, right? There's so many colleges out there. There's going to be one that's the right fit for you. So it's your job to go out there and find it. Don't force anything. Don't, you know, settle. Make sure you're you're looking for what's right for you. And remember, this is your journey. And, you know, you have to make sure it's, it's what you're passionate about and what you want to do down the road. Um, secondly, Ask questions. That's really critical. I mean, obviously, this is what our entire, you know, offices at different schools are dedicated to is helping you understand what the process is about, what you're going to, you know, be 
signing up for your, uh, you know, what you're going to have access to all those different things, amenities when you go to college. So make sure that you're asking questions about anything that's on your mind. There's no bad questions. Um, and you know, you want to get as much information as possible. And then thirdly, I would really just say, don't stress, right? Because, you know, once again, this is a culmination of hard work and it's not about where you start. It's about where you end. So I see so many times students get so down on themselves if they don't get into the dream school or whatever it is, the school that they've, you know, put a lot of pressure on themselves. Don't do that. You know, really, once again, there's so many opportunities out there. You're going to find something that's right for you. That's going to get you on the path to to succeed and ultimately end up where you want to be. So, just really, once again, enjoy the process. Don't stress, ask questions and just get as much information as you can before, you know, making that decision and commitment. Well, those are great pieces of advice, Thomas. I really appreciate your time and your insight today because I know it's going to help a lot of students and their parents. Thank you so much. And I hope to have you back again soon, Thomas. Absolutely, John. Thank you. And once again, I appreciate you having me. And this was, uh, this was a great time. Our pleasure. Thank you again, Thomas. Take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.